Hey everybody, welcome to episode 72 of Two Views Movies Podcast. What is up everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, coming to you as usual from the fantastic Kansas City, Missouri. We are a spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies, Almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And in honor of Creed 2, which our episode hasn't come out yet for Creed 2, it will be coming out next. Yes. But in honor of Creed 2, we were in a, a rocky state of mind, right? As if we're not always in yeah, a rocky state of mind. That, that's a very good point. <laughs> but we decided to make our top five this go-around about Rocky. And we kept it not very obscure. We kept this one pretty high level. Yeah. But... We got seven movies to talk about, though. Yeah, and I feel like we're pretty avid, diehard Rocky fans. So I kind of just wanted people to understand what we what we like about Rocky. Right. And so if we made it too obscure, you know, people that don't follow Rocky as much, like if, I made, if I made it top five Rocky lines, you know that it would be great for us. Yeah, but I don't know about everybody else. So this is really our. I guess our attempt to to kind of tell everybody why we love the Rocky movies so much. Yeah. And when we watch them, what are the moments that have stuck with us from childhood? Or maybe even as we've gotten older, our our favorite moments have shifted. I'm sure they have. So we kept it pretty high level, pretty basic. But in celebration of Creed Two, it's all things Rocky on this episode. So top five Rocky moments. Yes. Is the, is the official yes. that you gave me. Mm-hmm. So my top five Rocky moments. Yes, your top five. Yeah, as always. Yes, it's not what everybody else thinks. No, nope. it's this my is, top this five. This is our show. Not necessarily the best <laughs> Rocky top. Five. These are my top five. Yes. All right, but it's yours. So, do you want to lead, or do you want me to go first? Uh, you know, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I will say I did have an honorable mention, and then I then I axed it. So this is going to be the first time I. You cut it. I cut it. So my my four honorable mentions. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm supposed to cut, <laughs> cut those as well. Hey, you do what you want to do. I'm just saying I, I cut mine. Oh, man. And I will say it it was from Rocky Balboa, and the reason I ended up cutting it not because it's not a good scene, but Balboa is very forgettable for me. Um, I think it's just it it came at a time when. I don't know. Like its timing was weird because it was several years out, many, many years after Rocky Five, right? And then it just kind of was there, and there was no follow up to it or anything. So it just kind of, it just kind of dangles out there it, in no man's land. It just floats. And it's a good movie. I, I definitely enjoy it, and I and I like the the speech he gives to his son in that movie, and a lot of people like that. But it's sort of now lost in the ether between the original five Rockies and now the Creed franchise. It's just got Balboa just just dangling out there, and and it. It's hard for me to have for me a top five from that an event from that movie be a top five when I feel like it's so forgettable. See, and and I had I had trouble with that of how can you pick a top five? So I have seven movies to choose from, mm-hmm. and how do I pick a top five from a movie that? Wait, I, oh, well, we've already seen Creed. Two, uh, so yes, te- so I guess so. Technically, okay. you have eight. I have eight movies to pick from. Yeah, and I've only seen it once, so it's hard for me to pick from <laughs> from Creed two. Although there's sure. some moments that could creep in there sure. later, but. Uh, I was trying to think about it. I was like, can I have one of my top five moments from arguably the worst Rocky movie in like Rocky Five? You can. You know, they're yours. I know they're mine, but but it's like, it's like, there are so many moments in the Rocky franchise that I'd be overlooking to put 
yeah. put those in there. Yes. And so, and I think this is not easy for me. It's like, I think they're like, you know, <laughs> picking your favorite child, you know, it's like one of those things. I think <laughs> who do you the, love the most? Sure. But I think there's also a little bit of self preservation, right? Like, we do this podcast for some people to listen to, and we claim to be fans of Rocky. And do you really want to have. Rocky Five on to, to, to your, hang my hat on my rings outside, right? right. You know, what I mean? it, it's a great line to say, right? We all enjoy quoting it, Th- but that one and uh, I didn't hear no bell, right? I, I think those are perfect. They're, those are perfect for that movie, right? But <laughs> you know, as this episode stays out on the internet forever, and yep. somebody comes along and says, "Oh, I know Carson. He's always talking about Rocky. He's talked about how he grew up with him. Let me go see what his top five are." And it opens with a Rocky Five on the Rocky list. Rocky like, Five? Like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm not even a Rocky. I'm I'm pretending to be somebody else. Like, I'm not even a Rocky fan, and I know Rocky Five sucks. <laughs> yeah, you probably, there's a little bit of that going sucks on. Sucks is strong. It's the worst Rocky. It sucks. But it's it's very entertaining. It's good in the sense of Roadhouse good. <laughs> it's it's so bad that it's good. So which good. is not how the other ones are. It's so good. Okay, so I digress. I'm going to okay. go back, and I'll start with number five. Number five. Number five for me used to be higher on my list. It is the moment in Rocky II where when Adrian comes out of the coma, she tells him to win. And as soon as she says win, the the victory bells hit for the Rocky music. And everything kind of changes because Rocky II has been this really slow drama. It doesn't even open with a fight in theory, right? It opens with reminiscing about Rocky I's fight. So. Right. There's only one fight in all of Rocky Two, and that's the the final fight. So you really get this dive into Rocky as a character. He's the dumbest person in the history of the world who can't even read cue cards. He he marries Adrian. She gets pregnant. She doesn't want him to fight because he almost got blinded in his eye in the first go round. So the whole time he's trying to find these odd jobs. Very very slow drama. It, it's slower than Rocky One, I think somehow. Which Rocky One I know doesn't even have a lot of fights, but it's it's the slowest movie in the whole franchise. Were you trying to come up with a word for eight? No, no, I don't even know what <laughs> trilogy. Octa- Octa- yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I just was stumbling. Um, so you know, she she has the baby. She goes into a coma. Rocky stays by her side every time, and then finally, when she wakes up out of the coma, she tells him there's one thing that she wants him to do, and and that's win. And Mickey's standing there, you know, what the hell are we waiting for? for? So it's a great moment. gives you chills every time. It's the one single redeeming moment of Rocky to, like, I shouldn't say single. It's the biggest one, right? Like, the Royals used to play this at Kauffman Stadium uh, during (laughs) the game. They would play it on the Jumbotron. Win. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a fantastic moment. But Rocky Two overall is just kind of a eh movie. But, But that scene, everybody knows that. It's just... It's one of the scenes that Rocky's known for. It's a great moment. I still get chills every time, no matter how much I think Rocky Two is just sort of you know on the lower end of all the Rocky movies. That that one moment makes it makes it worth it every time. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you've already alluded to my number five. Okay, you, you already brought that, and this is in Rocky Balboa. Okay, and it is when he's talking to his son, and it, it's uh, when he says, "It's not how hard you get hit." It's not how hard you hit. Yeah. It's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Yes. And that just resonates. It's just great life advice. Yeah. You know, coming from Rocky Balboa and he's talking to his son, that, that scene of them going back and forth and he just, his son just kind of gets it Yeah. at, at that point. And 
again, uh, one of the, the lower ends of the movies. Um, but that's such a great scene and a great line that it deserved a spot on uh, on my roster. Sure. So that, that came out number five for me. Yeah, it's a good one. I it, You cannot... I mean, you can just go YouTube that speech right now. You don't even need to see all of Rocky Balboa. It's you don't need one, to see any of the rest of Rocky Balboa. No, right? it's all... It's just a good, like you said, life advice. But it's even better in the context of the movie because him and his son aren't getting along. And, you know, he his son's kind of always complaining about living up to yeah Rocky's shadow and all the things that keep coming his way. So I think it's funny, though, how in Rocky 1 through 4, Rocky's just a... He's either dumb, and he's dumb as rocks in one and two, <laughs> and then he suddenly gets rich and smart in three and four. And I think he tried to go this way with five, but he wasn't a good enough writer at the time to figure it out. The modern Rocky that we see in a little bit in Balboa from that speech, and then in Creed one and Creed two, of this guy who's he's not smart, but he he understands life, and he can give out he has his, his experiences. Yeah, and, yeah, the advice that he can give out it it feels like it's so incredibly perfect for what Rocky should have been. He, they shouldn't have made him so stupid in 5. In 5 he is remarkably stupid. Well, he had a concussion throughout the entire movie of 5, so I know, but it just <laughs> it's just such the through oddball. all that. But he got through it. All I'm right? so glad they they resurrected him in a way that made him like you 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 get through Creed and Balboa and everything that he's not a smart guy, but he's not book smart. But he understands boxing and he understands life. And right. that these those are that speech is a great it was a great start to that new the new era older yeah, Rocky because that's yeah. it's almost like Creed before Creed yeah like Creed negative one right yes. you know and then it gets into to Creed yeah but it still has a little bit too much Stallone What's writing that? stench on it in Balboa <laughs> whereas I think Coogler helped him clean that up a little bit and I think with Creed two you saw it kind of revert a little bit well. Yes, we'll get yeah we'll get to the Creed two in our next episode. Yes, yeah, so you are on number four. Number four, okay. So this one has stuck with me since I was a little kid. If you know anything about the Rocky franchise, you know that it's always Adrian. Yeah, everything revolves. It's as much about Adrian as it is about Rocky. That's the motivation. Yes. So in Rocky four, after Apollo has died, and he Rocky unilaterally without talking to Adrian decides he's just going to take the fight against Drago on Christmas in Russia. Yep. And Adrian has no idea about it and they confront each other and he's standing there on the steps and they have their usual back and forth about, you know, why is he taking the fight? You don't need to take this. You saw what happened to Apollo. And then Adrian hits him with, uh, uh, you know, you've seen what they said. It's suicide. You can't win. And Stallone like looks up at her and you're like, Oh, because she's never been like that. She's, she's always had my back. Yeah. yeah, she didn't want him to fight in two, but when no. she gives in, and I mean, same thing happens here, right? She eventually takes his side, and that's what yeah. helps. But like for her to come out and say you can't win, and he even like mumbles to himself after she says it. He's like, "Oh, Adrian." He's like, "Always tells the truth." Yeah, and he follows up with a really bad speech. I don't like the speech he gives after that because he's like, you know. In order to beat me, he's going to have to be willing to die himself. Or... Right, and she's like, that's not helping. <laughs> that's not helping me one. <laughs> but the way he says it, the way he says that is part of the speech. He's like, he's like uh, I'm going to have to step in the ring, and I'm going to have to be willing to die myself. And in order to do that, he's going to have to be willing to die. In order to do that, like he says, in order to do that, like three times, like, Sly, that, that's not a good speech. But the moment right before that, when she says, you can't win, and there's something about the lighting, and the light comes through yeah. right on his eyes, and he just looks up at her like he's just been 
stabbed in the heart. And then we get Robert Tepper. Yeah, then we, yeah, because that's the other beautiful thing. He goes right into No Easy Way Out. And <laughs> Rocky's sent into a world of contemplation because Adrian just cut him deep. Yeah, I love that. That's Flashback no- of montages. That's my number four. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's funny right. how you have her win and then you can't win back to back there. Yep. All uh, right. Where are you at for number four? Uh, so my number four is kind of a compilation, but they, because the movies repeat themselves on a lot of different themes. Oh, sure. I, I had to just do this concept throughout. Okay. And so it is the face on Apollo and it's on Drago and it's on Mason Dixon when they think he's beaten and he keeps getting up. They show the same kind of look on the face of like, gosh, I, I'm throwing everything I can at this guy. And every time he keeps getting up and there's just that look of, of, Oh, this disappointment of he's Apollo getting up. has the best one. He does. He does. Well, yeah, because you can't. And Drago has a good one too. Yeah, but yeah, Apollo's but, uh, he does yeah. the full like shoulders hey. drop. And, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't believe he's getting up again. Yeah, you know, I'm just laying into this guy, which is basically that's Rocky. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep keep coming at you. You may not be the best at it, but you're not gonna keep yeah. me down. Yeah, and so that's uh. That, I think that epitomizes Rocky. I, I love every bit of that of the story it tells, and and how the opponents are just demoralized and and things like that. So that's uh yeah, um, that's that comes in strong as uh, kind of cheated, but I took no. it across one, two, three, four movies. Um, yeah, because Apollo is it twice. <laughs> yeah, well, then Clubber doesn't do it because their the, the their fight. fights are two rounds each. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they don't go. Um, and then five, the fights outside, so that doesn't really apply. But they do bring it back in both creeds. Uh, yeah, because, Ricky Conlon does it in Creed One, and then Victor Drago does it in Creed Two. They both have those moments where like he's getting up. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's done because I don't think Creed is as driven that way like Rocky is. In the first one, he was. I think he. I think Creed's a better boxer so they expect him to fight better but not necessarily sure. get up after being getting pounded well yeah i mean but rocky's creed, just a big punching bag creed well but creed, creed, fight. creed one was kind of like that though because i mean it was basically rocky but with creed i mean he he was <laughs> yeah. only there he had had hardly any fights and he was only there as a promotional ploy for ricky conlon and all that stuff so uh, and he has that moment too ricky conlon's like celebrating up on the ropes and it's the moment where creed gets up at like that really harsh get up that he does where he's yeah. laying down he's like <gasps> and he gets yeah. back up and then ricky collin turns around and he's like what but yeah is it one or two where apollo i think it's one right where apollo does the real bad shoulder shrug yeah it's the first one is i can't okay. believe that this man is still standing yeah yeah i think he i want to say he maybe even looks to the side or something i don't know kudos to carl weathers i i can picture that scene in exactly <laughs> in my head how he did that so yeah i like that one that, that's a good one because it is it is there and it's I, w- I would consider it a moment. It's a recurring moment. Yeah. And if anything is true about Rocky, it's there's a lot of recurring yes. themes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So my number three, probably a more traditional pick than anything else, uh, the running of the steps. Uh, the steps in general. So I, kind of where you said throughout every movie, you know, the reaction that the fighters have, whenever the steps are there. You see the steps, you think Rocky. Yeah, and maybe, but they've been done so well. Um, Indifferently each time. Yeah, the steps are always coming back, right? Like, nothing beats the first movie, because he can't make it up the steps the first time, and then by the end he does, and his arms are up in the air. 
Um, see, when else does it come back? It comes back in five, unfortunately. Yeah. It comes back. Well, he runs up there with his son. Oh, that's right. At the, yeah. And then there's, there's books. Yeah. You know, it's a museum. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's so many cool moments. Creed 1 did a very good job. They didn't introduce the steps until the very end, and it's when, you know, the end of yeah. the movie and Rocky Sick and... Bell Boy takes the dog up there with him. Yeah. So, I mean, just <laughs> the idea of the steps in general. And, and 2, he does it, but he's got all the kids following All the kids the running city. down the street. Yeah. But it's just that idea. The statue gets put there in Rocky 3. Yep. The, the music, Gonna Fly Now, goes in hand-in-hand with the steps. It's a shame that I have not been to Philadelphia. I should just fly out for the weekend just to go and that, see the statue and see the steps. I mean, that's that's on my my bucket list yeah. as well. I go, I have I have to go run the steps. Yeah, but it's it's such a it's anybody who's seen the Rocky movies just you know, you know and people who haven't seen the Rocky movies, I feel like they would go and get up on top of the steps and put their hands up in the air because they've seen at least enough commercials or yeah, everybody knows it. Yeah, if. You can't not know it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that was my number three was the, the Rocky running up the steps. That's that's a good one. All right. You? My number three is in Rocky Four when Drago fights Apollo and Apollo's lying on the ground in Rocky's arms and they're interviewing Drago and he says, if he dies, he dies. Because mm-hmm. that sets the tone of who drago is this is a villain yeah uh, this is a it was just a guy who didn't talk he's just a good boxer and strong and if he dies he dies it's this guy's a villain this guy is the pinnacle of human perfection <laughs> yeah. and then and he's evil and he doesn't mind killing somebody right you know and so and then obviously rocky looks up and you know stares at him and, <laughs> yeah. you know but that that just set the tone for this this drago fight yeah. Of, you don't know what you're, this is, this guy's a killer, you know, and doesn't care. You know, it's one thing if, you know, he always oh, really fighting. Oh, I hope he gets up and I hope he's fine. I mean, that wouldn't make for a very good movie. Right. But the fact that he says, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. I think that that's, that's perfect. Yep. It's a, it's a great one. I think any of us that grew up idolizing Rocky four, like we did, I mean, it's not like it takes a lot to quote Ivan Drago no. <laughs> because he's got all of like seven lines in the whole movie. But yeah, that one is a, and four of them are in Russian. So it's yeah. our interpretation of what he's saying. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So my number two, um, again, I, I, I'm dipping back into the, to the Adrian. Well, so okay. this is now my third out of four with Adrian. Um, this time I'm going to Rocky three. Okay. So, you know, Rocky got destroyed by Clever Lang. Apollo goes off and tries to train him, and it's going well. Like, Rocky can't even walk, right? He's trying to dance in front of the mirror, and he's just, like, stuttering. Like, <laughs> Stallone hams it up so much. Like, he, come on, you're a fighter. Like, you could at least bounce back and forth. But no, he's forgotten how to bounce back and forth. He can't. And yeah. Apollo and him are racing on the beach, and Apollo's getting pissed because Rocky's not even running, and he turns around and starts yelling at Rocky. He's like, come on, man. You know, he's given up. He's given up. And so Adrian yeah. comes walking over and they have a heart to heart. And she finally is able to coax it out of him what his problem is. He He's kind of hemming and hawing, talking about, you know, he's got, a, he doesn't want to lose everything. And Adrian's like, well, what's everything? It's not, you know, who cares about the money? Who cares about the house? What's really going on? And he finally just lets out. He goes, I'm afraid. And it's the first time in all of Rocky that Rocky's ever been afraid of anything. He's afraid of, Clever Lang. 
And she follows it up with this fantastic speech about why he's won all the fights he's won, what what really is important to all them. It's just a it's a fantastic scene. It's good. I, I, I love it. It's it's one of my well, clearly one of my favorite Rocky <laughs> moments, but it, it's so much it just says so much about the Rocky movies because I think everybody pictures them as these shallow boxing movies with boxing that's not even boxing right. and overly cheesy and stuff. But clearly, like if you look at my list and even your list so far, it's we don't really have the fights as our favorite moment. Like you have a moment in the fight, but I would argue that like your moment was about, you know, them not being able to understand how he's getting up. Yeah. That's more of a dramatic effect. It's not the fight itself. It's right. it's nonverbal acting. And so I just there's so much drama in these Rocky movies and to have these moments like Adrian and Rocky on the beach on Rocky Three, it means so much more than any of the fights ever do. Yeah, he goes on to beat Clever Lang. We all knew he was going to go on to beat Clever Lang, but what why? What made him change from getting his butt beat in the first fight to winning in the second one? What gave him that eye of a tiger? Yeah, it was Adrian. Yeah. So it's just it's great. Adrian always telling the truth. <laughs> All right. So my number two, uh, my number two, we already touched on is the steps. And yeah. So I, I, but I mean, you hit uh, gonna fly now. You know him running up the steps in every movie. Yeah. You know, and it's just that you're waiting for it, and it's got to be there somewhere. Yeah. And you just get that that feeling every time it happens, and mm-hmm. so it's like. Oh, they're going back to that. Well, nope, still love it. You know, (laughs) it's like, oh, you do a little bit different. Like, nope, still love it. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's funny how some movies that do that, do that sort of thing, detract greatly from the movie. And here it, it only adds. And if it didn't have it, you'd be, it'd be disappointing. Yeah. You know, it didn't have some, you got to show the steps. I don't care where the fight's in Russia. I don't, I don't care. You got to show the steps at least, you know some point <laughs> right you know and uh now that i just said that it's not in rocky it's 4. not in rocky 4 no. they they give you the the mountain yeah. instead of him yep they got away from philadelphia they got away from philly he runs up the mountain and yells drago yeah, yeah. i don't even know i assume that they're not even living in philly in 4 cuz he's close enough to go fight with apollo creed he's got a california license plate yeah he the fight with southpaw yeah, the the fight between Drago and uh, Creed is in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Russia. Yeah, he's so too rich. There's no Philly. In... He, he left Philly when he got money. Yeah, which I don't know. I'd have to think about three. I don't really remember the living situation in three. I know he, they he's, buy the He's house. in his mansion. So maybe there's no Philly in three either. There's no Philly in three. No stairs in no, three. Well, they're on the steps because he gets a statue. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he gets a statue. He so, didn't run yeah. up them, but you're there. Correct. But, uh, I four. almost think my favorite. Oh, four. He's there. He throws. No. Nope. nope that's three. three. <laughs> you're thinking. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Apollo dies. He throws right. the statue. No. Nope, you're thinking it. it's in four because yeah. it's in the No Easy Way Out montage. Because yeah. he throws yes. the yes, motorcycle yes, yes, helmet yes, at yes, it. Yes. I think my So fa- we get it. Yes. We get it. Just in montage <laughs> right. flashback form. I think my favorite steps, though, is the first one in Rocky One when he can't make it up it. He's like holding his side and he's walking up and they're playing the sad music. That's, that's... Only because. You've seen the others, I think. Probably. I like the one where all the kids are running down the street. Oh, that's my least favorite one. I think it's cheesy. And he, he outruns them, and then they all meet him up there. Yeah. It's just because he's, he's Philly's that, favorite son. That would be my example of what you just said, which is like when they do it, it's a little bit too much fan service. Like, oh, we're going to have all the kids run behind him now. So, <laughs> yeah. 
No, I like that one. Okay. Because he made it. All right. So we're down to our, our top. We are number one. All right. So I feel like I'm committing some kind of like Rocky sacrilege here. Travesty. It's yeah, not even a Rocky something, movie. Something going on here. But uh, I actually, I rewatched this last night after seeing Creed 2. And I went and watched Creed 1 last night. And the it has more emotion in it than any other Rocky movie. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's the, the writing combination of Stallone and Coogler. Maybe it's the directing. Maybe it's just the path of the story that they chose. Because after you know three and four, well, not even three or four, after six Rockies, there needed to be a fresh take. And Creed, to me, is a very well-written movie in terms of emotion and stuff. But it there's emotional movement moments all the way through, right? Like, because Rocky gets cancer and... Adonis is kind of a hothead. There's all these things that happen, but it all builds to this one moment in the last fight where Donnie's getting beat up pretty bad, but he's trying to, you know, go the distance and it's nearing the last round. Rocky's going through the emotions of, should I stop the fight? Cause I didn't stop it with his dad and his dad died and they, they cheat cause Donnie's eyes all swollen and they do the taps on the head to have him figured out. It's all building up to this. And, you know, his mom has kind of disapproved of him. He's lost his dad. And Rocky wants to stop. And he's like, Donnie, he's like, why do you, why do you want to keep doing this? Why do you want to do it? He's like, so, so I can prove it, prove myself or something. And Rocky's like, what do you have to prove? And he's a prove that I'm not a mistake. And you can just see it on Rocky's face. And you can see it on Adonis. He kind of slumps down. And you're just like, oh, that's so brutal, right? Like, you know, it's been there the whole movie, right? His tough relationship with his dad who wasn't there in the name of Creed. But it all builds to that moment. And then, not only that, the filmmakers were so smart that they've kind of kept the Rocky music away from you most of the movie, if not all the movie. You get little hints of it. But right after he says that, and then Rocky's like, hey, I never got the chance to thank you or your dad for what you've done for me. You've taught me how to fight again. Now go knock this guy down and he stands up and the Rocky music hits and you're just like, God, that is the perfect quintessential Rocky moment. And I know it's not in a Rocky movie, but even Rocky's there and you're talking about Apollo and it's his son and all this stuff just comes together. And I still just don't think I have any other Rocky moment that compares that because I watched it again last night. And when that scene happens, like I almost teared up in theaters when I watched it the first time because I wasn't expecting Creed to be halfway as good as it was. But that moment in particular was the first moment in a Rocky movie where I was like, uh, uh, I might cry. I might cry. And even last night when I watched it, I'm like, damn it, that's so good. That's just really good filmmaking. It's, it's a fantastic scene and a fantastic line. And when they, because they, they drop it right there. Because they, they don't even hint at any of that. No. Any of his discussions with, you know, his, his girl right. you know, or with Rocky or any of that, his mom, uh, any of that throughout they, they never even touch on it and yeah he, he throws it in the middle of the middle of the fight you know wh- why are you here t- type of thing yeah and uh and no that that is a fantastic scene yeah but i wonder you mentioned the more emotion than any other rocky movie or any other scene because we were what six yeah when rocky four came out sure and so we had seen all these other movies you know a hundred times before we even felt anything about any movies yeah exactly and so we knew it was going to happen nothing with it so i wonder had we seen some of these other scenes sure of adrian you know the win or even mm-hmm. when she collapsed or any of that stuff that uh 
would we have felt more emotion right. when Mick died? You know, any of that stuff. Yep. You know, would that have been more powerful? Oh, I know, think at, that's at a fair times? point. We we knew them. We knew those moments before. We even saw the movies. Well, yeah. But if, it, if you're, if you're yes. you've seen Rocky Three, right? You know, you get your flashbacks of all of all those other movies. Yeah, yeah. And, but even that, and you before you ever have like any kind of emotional scale that could even really resonate. I mean, as a however young you are, you know, you can't. So yes, I do think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but I do think it also has to do a lot with the filmmaking, how good Creed was, the writing in it, how great it was. Because it, True, it was, but you, the, but you also needed the the Rocky Bell. To have some meaning to you as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, to, to, yeah. To, to, to hit it all together. Because not only is that, I mean, because that line, when he delivers it, you're like, oh, that, that that's so good. That's so good. And then, then it's like, because, you know, they talk for a little bit and then they hit you with the Rocky music. So it was just like the icing on the cake, right? It's like mm-hmm. they set you up and then they hit you with both. And the, the, the great thing about it too, is that while he's never really directly talked about that throughout the whole movie, all the pieces are there, right? Because he's talked about how he's... He, you know, he doesn't want to take his dad's name and he's trying to live up to his dad's name at the same time. And he's struggling with that the whole movie, but you never really know that it's that he wants to prove that he wasn't a mistake. So it's like they, they set it all up for you. Right. And then they hit it with you and you're just like, Oh yeah. I mean that, that totally makes sense why he would feel that way, even though he hasn't said that before. And it's just, I don't know, man, perfect scene yeah. in a Rocky movie. It It is. It's really good. Really uh, good. All right. Now that my number one's out of the way, what's yours? Well, again, you hinted, hinted to this already. <laughs> it's uh, So it's funny when you say the Rocky music, because some people equate uh, the Rocky theme. Uh-huh. We're going to fly now as the Rocky music. Yep. Um, the bell you mentioned is going the distance. Yes, it is. And every time that hits in all the Rocky movies is my favorite part of every movie. And they hit it, and I get chills every time. I'm, You know, even Balboa, when... They hit it when he's getting up, you know, and, and everything. It, it's like, okay, now it's real. You know, and, and it just it, across all, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of each, each scene when it does it, but every, every fight, yeah, every fight that they have, um, it's just there. Yeah. And it's like, that's it. So would you say going the distance is better than going to fly now? Like m- musically for you in the movies? Um, it's different for me yeah. now, because um, you you just set me up in a very <laughs> awkward position. Uh, I love it in the movies. Gonna uh-huh. Fly Now is what my wife walked down the aisle to, right, uh, at my wedding, and so that has a, a different <laughs> sure a different meaning to it. Uh, but going the distance is probably my favorite Rocky song. Yeah, and it, it is my favorite, especially at the beginning, just the bells. You know, at at the beginning. Yep, like. That gets you in the mood there. Yep. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> so that that song is my favorite Rocky moment throughout. Yeah. You know, because they put they put them in the perfect scenes, and even in in a, I don't know if we're allowed to talk Creed two, but they mesh them. Yes. Just fantastic. Yeah. And I was like that. Well done. It's like, <laughs> they're, 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 you know, they're sitting there like, how do we get both of these songs into this movie, you know, and not have it be cheesy? Yeah. You know, and then they they squeeze them together. <laughs> hey, let's just remix them. I will say the the music, the way they did music in Creed 1 and Creed 2 was was very well, because they, they both did the same thing. They kind of keep the, the themes away from you, and they give it to you in nuggets here and there, and then hit yeah. you with it at just the right times. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Well done, rock. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our top five Rocky moments. 
Uh, as usual, make sure you go out and check us out at twoviewsmovies.com where we have spoiler-free reviews. Go to the podcast stores and leave us a rating and subscribe so you get all the new episodes downloaded right to your phone. Um, if you're listening to this and you know how much we love Rocky, be sure to go check out a podcast called One Movie Punch where I guest hosted an episode uh, reviewing Creed 2, which we are releasing our Creed 2 review in the next week. So you'll be able to tune in to that as well. So we'll prime you with a little bit of top five Rocky moments and then you'll get Creed 2 from us for, as our last episode of 2018. So thanks for listening and we will catch you next time. Thank <laughs> you.